0: Hello, this is Aban from Newslaundry.com, bringing you your daily dose of news. Today is Thursday, 10th of November. The Supreme Court has decided to set up a bench tomorrow to hear the Gyanwapi case. Hindu plaintiffs have sought extension of an order directing protection of an area where an alleged shivling was found on the mosque's premises in Varansi. In 2021, five women filed a civil suit seeking enforcement of what they said was the right to worship deities within the Gyanwapi mosque complex. In April, the civil judge allowed a video survey of the mosque, during which an alleged shivling was said to have been found in the mosque's Vazukhana. Chief Justice of India D.Y. Chandrachur made this decision on Thursday after advocate Vishnu Shankar Jain, appearing for some of the Hindu devotees, mentioned that the Apex Court's interim order to protect the area would expire on Saturday. The Supreme Court had earlier transferred the proceedings from a civil judge to the District Judge of Varanasi, saying the social complexities of the dispute required a more senior and experienced judicial officer. On May 17, the top court had passed an interim order directing protection of the area inside the mosque premises. Releasing its first list of 160 candidates for the Gujarat Assembly elections, the BJP has named a former Emily who jumped into the river to save Morbi Bridge Collapse victims as a candidate from the area. The party also dropped a number of sitting MLAs. Kantilal Amritia, a former MLA from Morbi, had received praise for reportedly jumping into the river to save people following the Morbi Bridge collapse incident. The prominent names in the BJP's list include Chief Minister Bhupendra Patel, Cricketer Ravindra Jadeja's wife Rivaba Jadeja and Hardik Patel. Union Ministers Bhupendra Yadav and Mansuk Mandavia were joined by Gujarat BJP President C R Patil at a press conference in New Delhi where Yadav named the candidates. There are 14 women, 13 scheduled castes, and 24 scheduled tribe candidates in the list that was announced today. Chief Minister Bhupendra Patel will contest from his constituency Ghatlodia. Partida leader Hadik Patel, previously the working president of the Gujarat Pradesh Congress Committee, has been fielded as a BJP candidate from the Viramgam constituency. Rivaba Jadeja, cricketer Ravendra Jadeja's wife, will contest the election from Jamnagar North. Listeners, the News Laundry team is in Gujarat and Himachal Pradesh to bring you ground reports, interviews and another election show. The latest episode of another election show discusses the concerns of apple farmers in Himachal Pradesh. It is titled, From Adani to Climate Change. What are the issues of apple growers this election season? A coverage like this requires a lot of resources and we do this without any corporate or government ads. So power our election coverage by going to newslaundry.com and clicking on the NLCNA button. News Laundry is able to hold the media accountable because we are not funded by big corporations but because we run with the support of our subscribers. Power us to serve public interest and counter hate. Pay to keep news free. In another arrest in the alleged Delhi excise scam, the ED has now arrested Sarath Reddy of Aurobindo Pharma and Binoy Babu of Parno Raka. They will be produced before a special court in Delhi where the ED will seek their further custody. The policy sought to revitalize the city's liquor business and set a system with a license fee for traders. It promised stores free of the infamous metal grills, giving customers a better buying experience. The policy also introduced discounts and offers on the purchase of liquor. The plan came under the scanner after the Delhi LG recommended a CBI probe into accusations that the policy aided liquor cartels. Reddy and Babu were allegedly involved in the formulation of the policy along with officials and also played a role in the cartelisation of the network, ED sources said. The ED had recovered a draft of the policy from one of the executives when it searched him before. It found that investments worth Rs 200 crores were made by an entity in violation of the policy directives, the sources alleged. Meanwhile, the ED faced tough questions over a bail request filed back to Jacqueline Fernandez. Who's facing charges in a rupees 200 crore extortion case involving conman man Sukesh Chandrasekhar? As the agency argued that the actor tried to flee the country, the court asked why it did not arrest her. Why pick and choose? The court asked. In an incident caught on CCTV camera, a data such as saw the follower accused of sacrilege was gunned down by five unidentified attackers in Punjab's Farid court district, police said. Pardeep Singh was accused of stealing a copy of the Guru Granth Sahib in 2015 and was currently on bail. He was opening his dairy shop in Kotkapura when the incident took place. The gunman who attacked him also sustained bullet injuries. Chief Minister Bhagwant Mann has appealed for peace. In a tweet, he said, and I quote, Punjab is a peace-loving state where mutual brotherhood of people is very strong. No one will be allowed to disturb the peace of Punjab strict instructions to the civil and police officials to maintain the peace and tranquility in the state, Fareed court inspector general of police Pradeep Kumar Yadav told the media that police are working on leads and the assailants will soon be arrested. The CCTV footage showed the assailants had come on two bikes, police said. Sacrilege incidents had triggered protests in Fareed court in 2015. 2 persons were killed in Behbal Kala while some people were injured at Kotkapura in Faridkot after police fired at protesters in October 2015. Dera Sachsauda chief Gurmeet Ram Rahim Singh is serving a 20 year jail term for raping two women disciples at his ashram in Sirsa where the Dera is headquartered. An RSS worker who died by suicide this year was allegedly behind the attack on Swami Sandeep Anand Giri's ashram in Kerala's Thiruvananthapuram in October 2018 police have said, according to the Indian Express. Swami Sandeep Anand Giri is known for his critical stand against the Sangh Parivar. Police said they got a lead after deceased RSS worker Prakash's elder brother Prashant said that his brother had played a role in the attack on the ashram. The crime branch on Thursday moved a petition in the Chief Judicial Magistrate's court to record Prashant's statement under Section 164 of the CRPC. In 2018, unidentified assailants had set ablaze two cars and a two-wheeler belonging to the ashram and a wreath was found placed in front of the gate. The incident took place days after the Swami had supported the Supreme Court decision allowing the entry of women of all ages to the Sabrimala temple and locked horns with the Sangh Parivar over the issue. On the day of the attack, then-BJP President Amit Shah was scheduled to inaugurate the party district office in Kannur. The issue had then sparked a blame game between the BJP and the CPIM. Prashant, who lives near the ashram, told the media on Thursday that his brother never told him about the motive behind the attack. He said he had scolded his brother after hearing about the incident. Prakash died by suicide at his house on 3rd January. Prashant said, and I quote, After my brother died, nobody turned up to help us. His friends also stayed away from us. He had been active in the RSS, but we did not get any help from anywhere, unquote. Nine Indians were among at least 10 people who were killed on Thursday when a blaze engulfed the lodgings of foreign workers in the Maldives capital, Malay, the fire service said, according to news agencies. The capital of the archipelago best known as an upmarket holiday destination is one of the world's most densely populated cities. Officials said that 10 bodies were recovered from the upper floor of a building destroyed in the fire, which originated from a ground floor vehicle repair garage. A fire service official said it took them about four hours to put out the blaze, A security official said that the dead included nine Indians and a Bangladesh national. The High Commission of India in Maldives condoled the loss of lives in the tragic fire. It tweeted and I quote, We are deeply saddened by the tragic fire incident in Malé, which has caused loss of lives, including reportedly of Indian nationals. We are in close contact with the Maldivian authorities, unquote. Maldivian political parties have criticised working conditions for foreign workers, They are thought to make up about half of Mali's 2,50,000 strong population and are mostly from Bangladesh, India, Nepal, Pakistan and Sri Lanka. That's all the news we have for you today. Have a great day or a good night, depending on where you're listening from. See you tomorrow. All the News Laundry podcasts are available on Stitcher, iTunes and any other podcast platform. Please subscribe to News Laundry. Help us keep news independent.